You're tuning in to Spectre Radio, but wait, don't touch that dial, because this is Spectre Radio presents the MCU. Revisiting our favorite movie moments, debating about scenes from the shows, and combing through the comics. We're just three millennials, binging our way through the MCU, through the eyes of the heroes, villains, and creatures alike. I'm Wyatt. I'm Andrew. That makes you the Scarlet Witch. My name is Alyssa, and we are Spectre Spectre Radio. Radio. Vision is made from vibranium. Spoiler, they literally inherit tough skin. Thank you, Wanda, for the spoiler warning. Again, this podcast contains adult content and spoilers. Heavenly shades of night are falling. It's twilight time. Out of Wanda and Vision, aren't we a five pair? This is our home now. I want us to fit in. Oh, this is gonna be a gas! Where did you two move from? How long have you been married? And why don't you have children yet? Our story. I think what my wife means to say is that we moved from... Moved from where? Married when? Damn it, why? Oh, Arthur, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Deep in the dark, is This is really happening. Like days of old. Spark of love that fills me. Am I dead? No. Why would you think that? Because you are. We are an unusual couple, you know. Oh, I don't think that was ever in question. What is a podcast? if not nerds, persevering. Welcome back to Spectre Radio, guys. <laughs> That's the legit like description of a podcast right there. <laughs> Especially a nerd one. Especially ours. Welcome back, guys, to Spectre Radio. This week, we're kicking it off, and we're uh, deep diving into WandaVision. But real quick, I want to welcome back a uh, repeat guest, um, Adam. So say hello to the fans, Adam. Hello to the fans. I'm glad, <laughs> glad to be back and uh, enjoy joining you, you know, everybody as often as I can. Yeah, we're right. super glad to have you. Um, you know, we're glad that you have such a close relationship uh, with Wyatt. So, you know, we can call <laughs> upon you to come back every so often. It's, it's you know, great to have you. Especially, and we appreciate you. Yeah. Especially last minute when Alyssa couldn't make it. <laughs> Shout out, Alyssa. We hope you feel better. Um, she is under the weather and she's trying to recuperate. So we're going to respect that. Um, so kind appreciate of. Adam. Did you say kind of? I, know. I might I might drill into her a little bit during the podcast. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. Um, so we are going to go to the movie recap that Adam is going to read for us. So take it away, brother. Three weeks after the events of Avengers Endgame, Wanda Maximoff and Vision are living in an idyllic suburban life in the town of Westview, New Jersey, trying to conceal their true natures. As their surroundings begin to move through different decades and they encounter various television tropes, the couple suspects that things are not as they seem. Meanwhile, Sword is investigating the sudden disappearance of a small town in New Jersey, in its place a force field. As things in Westview keep getting weirder and weirder, things get more dangerous for Monica Rambeau, Jimmy Woo, and Darcy. 
As Vision grows suspicious of his new wife and starts digging, it's revealed that the entire town is under mind control. Can Vision and Sword agents get to the bottom of this? Can they get to the bottom of this? Keep Very listening nice. to find out. <laughs> uh, appreciate you, Adam, for reading probably one of the shortest movie or series recaps that Andrew has written so far. So let's go ahead and take it into our first category of Behind the Hex. I had to do that for extra oomph because uh, John called me out the last podcast for not having any emotion towards Mm. it. So, (laughs) John, that one is for you. Um, There wasn't much on this movie as far as behind the scenes. I don't have my 18 pages, what I usually do. Um, just a couple because a lot of the same websites were repeating the same facts yeah which is good because that way there's some validity behind it um but the uh the agatha hit was actually a number one hit on itunes i'm sure (laughs) i love that oh that was on my list as well because it was actually katherine hahn who sang it as well right really okay yeah i made even better um do you guys know what the production code name was for this Nope. Code red. Oh, sorry. Big red. Uh, Big red. Oh, okay. Something red. Um, I'm not sure if this is correct because this seems kind of a uh, poke at Endgame, but WandaVision had more visual special effects than Endgame. I mean, hey. I, I don't have any way of verifying. I mean, I guess if you add internet. up, I guess if you add up all the episodes together, it's longer than the three hours and two minutes that Endgame was. So I'm I'm sure, especially with like the force field bubble and with you know vision. Obviously, anytime he's on screen, he's most his face and hands. You know, they that's all um, effects. Mm-hmm. Um, episode one was taped in front of a live studio audience. Wow! So those are actual real claps and chairs. They weren't just clap tracks. That's hysterical. Um, Catherine Hahn, who played Agatha forgot this wasn't her first marvel role any brownie points for what else she was in she was in another marvel movie marvel role role i know she was in parks and rec but i don't know about i don't remember what she was in for marvel i'm scratching my head on this one she was probably voiced something probably a voiceover but so i don't know the article ended there (laughs) i'm gonna have to look this up later it's the worst trivia ever i can't believe you did that and uh oh gosh i'm gonna botch her name but the the actress i played monica t tiana paris i'm sure i'm I'm pronouncing it i'm sure Alyssa's screaming at me but she thought her audition wasn't for marvel I guess they were trying to keep this so hush hush that they weren't really describing, you know, what was going on. Alrighty, um, I did have that one on uh, my list, so I'm just going to scratch that off real fast. My first one was like a lot of the old black and white shows. The colors that you see to get the actual black and white effect is not what it was. So we all know Vision as, as being, you know, pink or reddish. In this one, he was actually painted blue. Mm. yeah i had that one as well perfect oh so, i guess I know, that like, gives off like his shade of gray better mm-hmm. oh, that's cool next i had that uh the writers had to go and study the different eras of television 
they had like a two week what they called boot camp where it was nothing but analyzing the old styles the old different shows that they they did throughout the series and Wyatt probably would have had a lot of fun there they did a lot of uh old school tv trivia <laughs> so all right that's cool uh one thing i did hear was that elizabeth olsen uh, you know wanda does not recognize paul bettany she only you know spends so much time with vision that she uh... looks at paul, paul bettany weird <laughs> He's like, who are you? You're, you're not my vision. Um, now, the first episode was the, the wife character, Deborah Jo Rupp. Um, famous for being Kitty in that 70s that show. That 70s show. Oh, loved her in that show. Oh, yeah. Nearly turned down the role. What? She was, Oof. she's she, very picky. You know, she's done her time on, on sitcoms and, and movies and, and almost turned it down until her grandson threatened to never talk to her again if, if she told <laughs> told marvel no it makes sense that it was her mm-hmm. like I, I can't imagine anybody else in that like suburban mom in, in the 70s and mm-hmm. it fits so perfect yeah it does mm-hmm. all righty so i just had a few because uh normally uh, wyatt leads the way with uh, numerous facts and he had several today and then one of mine was you know inevitably uh taken by adam uh which is fine <laughs> so the other one i had was that the directors had lunch with dick van dyke to get a good feel for the um, the Dick Van Dyke themed episode, um, so that was pretty cool. Because um, yeah. I'm 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 a decent uh, Dick Van Dyke fan. So alrighty, and with that said, we are going to move on to our next category of what if. So my what if um, is kind of based on. Oh, I'm just going to read it. Um, <laughs> what if Clint had found out what was going on? And went to Westview because if you remember back in Age of Ultron, he's the one who really convinced her to you know step up and be an Avenger, mm-hmm. and he's the one in Civil War who went to rescue her, quote unquote, from the compound, and actually you know tried to attack Vision and caused her to attack Vision. Right. So seeing as how he's like low key kind of a mentor for for her in in some sense, you know, do you think you know? even though as we found out, she's doing everything she's doing out of grief um, and not fully controlling her powers. Do you think that he would have been a sober and clear enough voice for anything to have changed? Is basically my question. It's a really long question, but yeah. Logistically, he couldn't get into Westview, correct? If he could, you know, that Monica found her way in. Right, but she has powers. She didn't before. There's a few characters that made their way in. Yeah, the beekeeper person. Right. Yeah, because he went through the the suit the tunnels. Under. Yeah, I think I think she Monica got her powers like getting blasted through the force field back out. I think is when she got her powers. Right. Um, or was it when she forced her way back in? Something like that. Yeah. One of the one of the two. It would have been cool, like you know, when Wanda's dragging the drone and she walks out of the field and she's like, hey this is yours it would have been cool if clint was like standing there and if she would have like had that like realized like what am i doing mm-hmm. that would have been cool i don't think that just seeing him would have enough to like trip her right but that's interesting because especially with you laying down the context for the past couple of movies where he's kind of encouraged her and worked with her you don't really see that play out Mm-hmm. You, you don't see that play out in um, any of the other movies later on either. 
Yeah. I, I think if any of the Avengers had any effect, it would be Clint. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. You know, she was on, you know, Team Cap, you know, the, you know, loot and wrong team, if you ask me, but we're not going to get into that one. <laughs> uh, but, you know, she was Team Cap and I don't think anybody but Clint could have, you know, had any effect on her. Especially now that Cap himself is retired and potentially on the moon base as uh, rumors are abounding. <laughs> um, so. No, that's a re- I could almost see that as like a spinoff for what if, if they would have done something related to like the series versus ju- just the movies. Yeah. Ace, season um, two. Hey, uh, yeah, thank true. you for that. That's true. Um, my what if is kind of a cop out what if, I, I think. Um, but so we can agree that Wanda right now is the most powerful she's ever been. Mm-hmm. Her powers are growing and growing. Mm-hmm. Um, so what if Wanda had these powers in Infinity War? Could do you think she could go toe to toe with with Thanos at the end? With all five, with all six Infinity Stones, I mean, maybe she. I mean, he didn't have the gauntlet in Endgame, and she was ripping him apart. Now he was, you know, only at his armor and his right. little cleave, but he, she about killed him, mm-hmm. just being pissed off. And this, this is before that, so. That's a really good question. I mean, maybe because Doctor Strange was going toe to toe with him when, when in Infinity War when he had the gauntlet, when he had uh, what four out of the six stones. Well, yeah, because he was going after the time, right? And then he hadn't gotten the Mind Stone yet, but he had all right. the other ones. Um, so four out of six, and the Sorcerer Supreme was holding his own. And in the show, it said uh, Agatha said she's more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme. Um, right. So now part of that is because Doctor Strange is a newer Sorcerer Supreme. He hasn't been doing this for years and years, uh, he's, but he's still studying. Yeah, he's still growing his powers as well. But um, that's a you said it's a cop out, but that's a really interesting what if. I would love to see that play out. I would absolutely love to see that play and, out. And quick follow up before um, Adam answers that: Do you think she would have had the power to surgically remove the Mind Stone from Vision? Um. So it's not necessarily that she doesn't have the power. Um, it's a, you saw what Shuri was doing. It's a right. very intricate process that, you know, I, unless she can, unless there is a spell that can undo trillions of, you know, neurons, that you connections. Have, yeah. That you have to kind of do like, I don't even like you see her, you know, doing things by accident with her powers. I don't think she's adept enough to focus them like that like she might not even have the capability of thinking like that just because it takes a certain person to think that way like bruce banner said like uh sure asked bruce banner why didn't you just do this he's like well we didn't think of it so if you're not wired to think that way it just it's not that she's not powerful enough in my opinion it's just you know if somebody told her to if the circumstances were right maybe she could pull it off i wouldn't i wouldn't go against her what do you think adam Given enough time, she definitely could have, have gotten the stone out and had vision stay intact. And it was just, she was put into a situation where it was destroy the stone or give it to Thanos. And it's mm. very, very tough, you know, spot she was put in, you know, destroy, literally destroy her love. Yeah. Or give it to the madman who's going to destroy half, half the universe. So right. not, not a choice I'd want to have to make, but... Not I think she, she had the power given the time and the proper motivation. Yeah, totally. So my what if was 
what if Wanda and Agnes joined up? Ooh. What what if it, Agnes had, you know, done enough monologuing to to <laughs> pull Wanda over to her side to be like, hey, you know, I can get you to that next level to to get you to where you need to be to make everything you want ever happen. So Master Witch. Yeah. <laughs> Agatha does have more know-how than than Wanda does. Wanda just has like you know, unlimited power levels that she doesn't even know, but that doesn't mean she doesn't need a mentor or someone who is less powerful. Than her. That's a really good one. Um, Dr. Strange would definitely not be able to handle both of them. So even if think? he was fully trained, no, because as it, as it stands now, Wanda's more powerful than him. You know, if, you know, I, I don't know what it, what Dr. Strange's OP looks like. I mean, we do kind of from what if, um, but mm-hmm. that's only if you go down a really dark path. As far as him staying in the light, I don't know what it looks like for him to level up. And even if he does, you know, him matching her may be one thing, but matching, you know, both of them coming at him at the same time might be might be difficult. Um, so well, you've, sort got, of, well, you've got Wanda, who's what, maybe maybe 30, you know, no, maybe, maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe 25, roughly. something, yeah, something like around 30, that, yeah. at that age mm-hmm. where she's only just now really diving into her powers where you've got mm-hmm. Agnes who, you know, is coming from the Salem times. So, you know, yeah. hundreds of years old. Mm-hmm. So who, she's got that know-how the, to, to manipulate her power. Good point. I, I think that, yeah, I think, you know, a, a little Wanda and uh, Agatha Coven mm-hmm. would, would spell absolute disaster. You know, the force field probably could have been pushed out to cover a much larger area or, you know, you know, the state or God forbid, you know, the entire Northeast and, mm-hmm. and who knows what that, that's another, what if we need. Gosh, that'd be a whole nother Avengers movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that question a lot, um, especially cause I liked the character of Agatha and I like Catherine Hahn as an actress. Um, so I, I, I like where you're going with that. Um, I, I wish I had a better answer for it, unfortunately. Yeah, I wish I had more time to really think it through because, like, they could go either way. Like, it's almost like the end of um, the last, um, the Rise of Skywalker, like, mm. you know, with um, Ben and Ray going at each other. You know, they could both turn dark or they could both turn light. Mm-hmm. So it'd be cool to kind of see, like, split vision of, like, okay, what if they both went, you know, light side or what if they both went dark side? like video game endings it'll show the bad the bad ending and the good ending kind of thing that would be cool all righty moving on to the next uh segment or as some people like to say the the next to last segment (laughs) nice uh best and worst so uh, i think i'll kick this one off uh my best list is is pretty short but i loved the casting it yes. was mm-hmm. a, a lot of characters that that didn't have major roles that we got mm-hmm. to see come back. Um, we got Darcy back from the first Thor movie. She was not in the second Thor movie or, or second or third Thor movie. She was in the second one, not the she third. Was the second. Oh, sorry. I blocked that one out of my mind. That one doesn't <laughs> exist anymore. Probably for the best. It wasn't but that bad. To, to see her have a more, uh, a bigger, more important role was very nice. And mm-hmm. then um getting a agent Wu back with his yes. full you know you know closeupmagiconline.com um you know <laughs> training skills of you know doing his close up magic 
um, the, the character progression that you got really, you know, I thought was a, a, gr- a great touch for this series. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, another thing I liked about it was that you had no idea what the heck was going on. Absolutely <laughs> not a clue. Not the first, a clue. The first episode gave you absolutely nothing. No context of, of why we're, you know, set in, in uh, what was it, the 50s for a, a Dick Van Dyke parody show. Um, all you got at the end was that somebody was watching a TV of the show. And it, mm-hmm. I don't, it wasn't until really, what was it, episode four, mm-hmm. that we got a, a real true sense of what the heck is going on. Mm-hmm. So the speculating that came from that, um, I'm going to, you know, shout out Nerd Institute. I hit those guys up with a lot of my theories going, guys, fill me in. What the heck? Why is this happening? And I, I, I bounced a few theories off of them, had some good conversations there. But, but the, the week to week, the, the, oh, the TV schedule. Oh, what's, what do we call the Disney scheduling? The, the weekly release, TV, I guess. Yeah. The weekly release just, you know, has been a big, pl- you know, a big, a great thing that disney plus has done mm-hmm. it keeps their shows more relevant mm-hmm. where everybody every week is going to be talking you know when mando came out and mm-hmm. you know now all the marvel stuff that's coming out or you know coming up it's you know this fall you know in the winter book of boba we're all going to talk about that every week i think it keeps their shows more relevant and, and it and, makes it like a real tv show like you got to tune in every single week you can't just like at the start you can't just binge it mm-hmm so I waited so I could binge it. Um, <laughs> but Same. at least we watched it then, not when Wyatt did it. When was it last week? Uh, Monday, Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had only started watching it like I think they were still releasing episodes when I started binging it. I think they were on like episode seven when I started. So I was able to binge the first few and then I had to wait for the final one. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> Well, oh, I just no. start I just start watching it because watching everybody's reaction is like, what the heck is going on? I'm like, great, I'm not missing anything. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> and now, now you understand. We, we in the group chat, Alyssa and I were like, I can't wait for White to be confused with this. And then like a day later, he's like, what the crap is happening here? <laughs> Who's this? Wait, she does that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what else you got, Adam? Um, actually, my last point was just how how the story is being broadened so we had you know the minor characters getting a more say but we're finally flushing out a lot of the backstory for the major characters where you know vision and wanda they're they're not you know part of the the main core of the avengers so they're not getting the majority of screen time you know that's reserved for cap iron man widow hulk and and hawkeye well maybe not hawkeye we yeah we'll we'll get he gets his own series we'll talk about him later thankfully um, but the backstory for them as well, expanding it, finding out what makes Wanda Wanda, you know, vision was created. So he doesn't really have much of a backstory, but, but getting to see their characters, you know, fulfilled, it, it was a great thing for this show. A couple of mine. Um, I like the scene where Wanda throws the Buick through the house in the final episode, because to me, that seems like a farmer's insurance commercial. <laughs> like seen it covered um, it. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> um adam would appreciate this but wanda is Cersei from game of thrones especially towards the end especially the last season um 
you know, she, you know, one, you know, what's one thing that everyone says about Cersei towards the end of the show? Cersei loves her children. She'll mm-hmm. do anything for her children. We get kind of her vibes as um, Wanda kind of gets more involved in, might I say, more crazy towards the, towards the end. Um, she reminds me of the Mother of Dragons a little bit for the last season, like mm-hmm. when she starts breaking a little bad. So Khaleesi as well. Yeah, Khaleesi, well, she absolutely goes apeshit and just destroys and fires down an entire city. Yeah, well, I mean, she Wanda doesn't destroy this city, but she went ape crap on this city. Yeah, that's like, true. I, I saw those researching online. There, was, there were a lot of people doing comparisons from Game of Thrones to, wow. to, to WandaVision, especially between the three female actresses. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked how this season of WandaVision is basically a prelude to Doctor Strange 2, which we don't yeah. have yet. Um, I could see them. I could see Wanda seeking Doctor Strange to, to to try and find her children. This whole um, this whole f- basically fourth phase because this is essentially Mar- Marvel's fourth phase. You right. know, phase one was the original two Iron Man, and then the first set of each of the heroes movies, and then Avengers. So this is the fourth set. Each phase is making the worlds that we know of Marvel a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, toward the end of the first phase, we get, you know, the nine realms. It's like, oh, so, you know, things are more than the second phase. You get Guardians of the Galaxy. So you get, you know, the Andromeda Galaxy. You get galaxies of different things happening. So now with this one, we're getting, you know, different universes and different, um, you know, planes of existence, different dimensions. You know, now we're getting um, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium. Um, it's going to take place in the quantum realm. You've got Loki at the TVA. You've got, like you said, this is a prelude to Doctor Strange multiverse of madness. Mm-hmm. And then with the new Spider-Man movie coming out, this is, you know, we never would have thought the universe was going to get this big with Iron Man one, no shot. So I, I, <clears throat> I really like that. I really like that point you just made about how this is kind of a prelude to that because I, I absolutely agree. Yeah. Well, this also wasn't supposed to be the start of phase four. Mm-hmm. I believe it was supposed to start with Doctor Strange 2. Yeah, thing yeah. Which yeah, it, so. it it still might. Yeah, but like because, you said, this is a prelude. Yeah. So well okay. what I'm saying is that Doctor Strange 2 could be in the timeline before WandaVision. We just don't know because mm-hmm. it not nothing's been released yet. Well, yeah, theatrical release. Right. It was supposed to be Doctor Strange. Oh, okay. I believe Widow was supposed to be out before WandaVision as well. Would it, yeah, they're, they're pushing a lot of things back right now, um, mm-hmm, right. probably in response to uh, what happened with Black Widow and the lawsuit. But I mean, you know, maybe not. <laughs> um, so for my best, um, I loved the kind of how like each episode for the most part had different opening credits based on the decade. So that was kind of really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even though I didn't know what was happening, that was kind of um what made it at now that I have a full picture of the show, I liked that I didn't know what was happening at the beginning as much as I was like, what is happening? I need to know. <laughs> I liked how it made absolutely no sense until like basically the fourth episode. Like when I was watching it, I was like, wow, I was like, this first episode was eh. Luckily, they're only 30 minutes. I'm like 
second episode was funnier. Okay. I'm like third episode. I was like, okay, I, I could see myself watching the rest of this. This ain't bad. And then the fourth episode, I was like, holy crap, this just got good. Yeah. I, I texted my friend Jay. I'm like, bro, this just got good. Um, so I, I liked that. Um, they had, so while this was not my favorite of the three shows, Loki, Falcon and Winter Soldier and WandaVision, I think in a way this is potentially the most, I can't even say it's the most emotional one because each of those shows has a different aspect of emotion in it, but this one might dive deeper. Um, if you take, if you take race out of the equation entirely, then it, it would be deeper than Falcon and Winter Soldier. Cause a lot of what makes Falcon and Winter Soldier as good emotionally as it does, you know, is that they tackle certain race issues um, excellently. And I, I might add, so I, I liked the emotion of this, especially when, you know, uh, Vision's quote of, you know, what, it, what is grief if not love persevering? And then you realize Wanda kind of low-key did this by accident just because, you know, she's a kid. She doesn't know how to handle losing this. She was supposed to have this life and it was taken from her. And, you know, you know it's just, it's a, it was a lot. Um, Agatha, I'm literally reading my notes, Agatha. <laughs> her song uh like you said woo and his magic um the comic book inspired halloween costumes were good um agreed darcy obviously like you said i like that we got a grown-up monica rambo from you know back when she was a kid from the 90s uh captain marvel um i like that we got a little tension when they mentioned uh captain marvel so now we gotta wait to find out why she ain't so happy with her and then uh, kind of like what Wyatt said, but Agatha making the audience see how Scarlet Witch got her powers. Like we, were, we, we knew that she was tested on and we knew how her parents died, but we never got to see it. So it was, it was pretty cool uh, to go through that. Right. Did you notice that? So remember how they opened up each episode? It was like previously on WandaVision. Did you notice how the voice got like more and more monotone as each episode went on based on Wanda's feelings. Yeah, I did. I did not notice that. that yeah, that's a so good catch. If you go, well, I read it online, but if you go back and rewatch it, you'll notice like he gets less like announcey with it. He just says previously on WandaVision. Just gets more and more serious as the plot line thickens. Or as she's losing her mind <laughs> slowly but surely. Same thing. Yeah, true. <laughs> Alrighty, moving on to dislikes. Um, I was pretty content on the show. My dislikes mm. is, is pretty pretty short. Um, so my dislike is one just like my likes. Nobody knows what's going on. Mm. It, it 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 baffled everybody. The the theories that were going around. I you know, I'm I'm trying to go to the people who read the comics or have any idea what's going on frustrated you a little bit that it was episodic that was the word i was looking for earlier mm, okay so i had to wait another week to figure out what wtf is going on so speaking of going to experts on the comics i meant to put this in my best all of the theories especially if you went on instagram every little thing people thought was mephisto did you see that? Oh, yeah. Like they thought this leaf was Mephisto. They thought the rabbit. The, they thought the rabbit was Mephisto. And then I saw some that the thought bug. Agatha had trapped um, Doctor Strange in the form of a bunny. 
everything was Mephisto, Mephisto, Mephisto. It was wonderful. So, but you, you do have a good point. Like for those who had to watch it episode by episode, it could suck once, especially once it got good, it could suck to have to wait for that. I agree. That's just the world we live in now. You know, the instant gratification, you know, Disney's making it episodic. They're, they're like, no, calm your jets. We're going to, we're, we're in here for the the long haul. But um, my other big dislike I, I, about the series was how it ended with the dark hold. Um, that book, it was in agents of shield, which was technically the Marvel studios, not the mm-hmm. Marvel cinematic universe It was, but it was a different book cover. Really? Yes. It was a different cover, but it is a book about magic. So they could have obviously could have changed the cover, but mm-hmm. it's, is that, it's a, it's is a it book it's supposed book? to, yeah, it's, it's, you know, you're not going to call that, you know, two different books, but it will different universes, Marvel studios, MCU, you mm-hmm. know, totally different. So mm-hmm. uh, that's just the MCU's version of it. But taking what I saw for agents of shield, that book, it tells you exactly how to get what you want, mm-hmm. giving you absolute power and absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Of course. So I don't like where that left Wanda off and what it means for her future. Cause, cause I like her as a character. I, you know, I love Elizabeth Olsen in the role. <laughs> I don't want to see it go down an evil way for her, but we'll just have to find out and see what's going on. I, I can agree with that. Um, I mean, we know that she's trying to figure out a way to bring, you know, her kids and vision back, but you know, she's learning all these other things. It's, it, it almost reminds me of Dr. Strange's what if. So by the time she brings her family back, what, it, like, what kind of person is she going to be like? Cause by the time he almost brought Palmer back, Dr. Palmer back, you know, he was a monster. That's, so that's a good I, comparison. I don't, I don't want to see her turn into that either. That's a that's a really good. Um, that's really good. I don't have. Uh, I I kind of agree with what you said. I don't have a ton of dislikes. Um, other than the first couple episodes seemed to drag a bit, in my opinion, for only half hour episodes. I was like, okay, a little bit. Um, but then they got good real quick. Like I said, um, I didn't like that Hayward was both kind of a good guy and a really big jerk at the same time. Like, I understand that that is kind of realistic. If you look like, if you look at a lot of political officials, government officials, whatever, um, how many of them do half the country on either side, whatever, think is a complete and total a-hole and they may very well be, but the other half, you know, sees the good that they do, you know, whether they actually do good or not. So I understand it's like realistic, but for someone who's like supposed to be a good guy and protecting the country and like, like, bro, pick a lane, like <laughs> either I'm going to like, thank you and give you a congressional medal, medal of honor. I'm going to break your legs, like pick a lane. Um, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Makes sense. I mean, it looked like Adam was warming something up. I'm thinking it's like, depending on your view of it, fury was like that as well because you had captain winter soldier where you know natasha's off on her own mission and you know he's compartmentalized everything to where you know hey that wasn't your mission you don't need to worry about that where Mm -hmm. where you know cap you had your mission do your thing Mm -hmm. where cap was kind of angry with 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 fury for how he was acting so 
I guess yeah, but being Fury that high, hasn't you, Fury hasn't twisted like not that not not that Hayward necessarily twisted Wanda into it, but he basically opened the door for her to go down that rabbit hole, and he and you could tell that he knew what he was doing too, and then he had the nerve to paint her as the bad guy, like that's Alexander Pierce level of jerkness, not necessarily um, Nick Fury level of jerkness, but I can, uh, <laughs> I can understand what, uh, what Adam is, uh, is saying about that for sure. Um, couple of mine worst. Um, this is just me just being the picky. Um, the final battle scene, I guess you call it when like the military are now in Westview and they're trying to take down Wanda and the kids. Um, when the Hummer, truck is going against the food truck but sustains no damage (laughs) yeah like what grand theft auto cheat is this where there's no damage inflicted i I assumed you would know what cheat it is as you play grand theft auto r1 r2 l1 r2 yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's it's a good point there was there were some things uh you know like that but there's things like that in in every marvel movie but i can agree with you on that right um, although I'm not a huge fan of this series, I feel like they could have made the series longer. It seemed rushed. Um, maybe that's because I binged it in in, in a day. Maybe I maybe. didn't allow <laughs> maybe I didn't allow it room to breathe in between each episode. But I wasn't that invested in the story anyway. Well, if you had I watched want, it I when wanted, it came out. I wanted a couple more episodes um out of it, I agree, but I also okay. wanted more episodes. Out of out of Loki, especially I, I Loki, I felt was more rushed and compacted. Yeah, that um, it, Falcon and Winter Soldier. As much as I want more episodes, I felt like that was more like it naturally played itself out mm-hmm. more than WandaVision did in nine episodes, and certainly more than Loki. So I think I, for me, Falcon and Winter Soldier breathed perfectly for its six okay. episodes. But I I can agree with what you're saying. I. I would like to see a couple more episodes. It was like, interesting. Or maybe longer I, episodes, you know, maybe. instead of the TV something. half hour, you know, make it a make them hour long. Mm-hmm. Some, something like that. Cause it felt like, okay, episode one, two and a half of three, you know, we're still kind of playing this mm-hmm. game, you know, with the, the sitcom and the studio audience. But then once three ended and then we're on to four, it felt like you get on like an I four on ramp where you have to hit 70 fast and merge over. Mm-hmm. If not, you'll get run over by every semi on the, on the road. Yep. <laughs> that's the that's the way it kind of felt. So for um, those of you who didn't know, we live in central Florida with uh, the highway I-4. <laughs> uh, America's deadliest highway. Uh, is it really? Yeah, it is. It's, so it's one of the shortest highways, but it has the most, most deaths per mile. Good Lord. Yeah. Well, you know what um, they say about Floridians knowing how to drive. Did I just say that out loud? <laughs> And my last one, again, this is me being nitpicky. I'm not a fan of TV shows and movies that involve witchcraft. Mm. That's just my, my personal personal and um, religious preference. Mm-hmm. Um, You've expressed I'm, that before. Yeah, which you're I, more than entitled to. Yeah, and I mean, like, so, but this is where I kind of get iffy with Harry Potter because mm-hmm. I love the Harry Potter story. Mm-hmm. It's great without the witchcraft for me. Like that's mm-hmm. obviously not the story. That's just a product of the story. Mm-hmm. But I enjoy like, you know, the, the three best friends kind of figuring out life together and mm-hmm. all the uh, circumstances they come across. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you know, with, you know, the Scarlet Witch, 
and you know her figuring out her true identity and then agatha basically going a wall i'm like uh chanting uh potions and uh not not really here for that but luckily i'm able to kind of separate it from the story and just kind of focus on what's what's going on again just me being being nitpicky so you're not going to watch the agatha series when it comes out are they going to make one yes it it has been confirmed i thought i read that probably not unless i have to (laughs) just like watching this show i'm probably not going to watch it unless i have to Um, with that with that being said let's move on to our actual final uh topic of alter ego um i'll be pretty quick um andrew i have you as pietro okay i've been recasted (laughs) i have you as the as the fun loving uncle that likes to do everything bad with the with the kids so thank you i appreciate that so if and when laura and i decide to have children i feel like you're going to be that kind of inspiration to them. Thank you. That's I like that a lot. Thank you. I'm still um, pride over here. That was that was beautiful. <laughs> that was really nice. <laughs> Adam, I couldn't decide between two characters. Oh. <laughs> so don't hate me. So I have you between Darcy and the delivery man. <laughs> the like please, the, you, please elaborate. Oh boy. So, so the delivery man and this kind of has no relevance to the story whatsoever he's just kind of just a passing mento so but his line of don't shoot the messenger is kind of like what made me think about you because you've told me some stuff that happened at work and you're like don't shoot the messenger i'm just telling you the news all right so that's where not the uselessness of him because you're not useless. So that's <laughs> he not and I, I took going. that the exact same way because we had the same face when you were saying that. And then the Darcy aspect, um, we I didn't know that we needed Darcy in this movie until we had her. Mm-hmm. So in my personal life, I didn't know I needed an Adam until I now have him. Aww. And now I rely on him quite a bit. Wow, AKA, making us cry over here. We're AKA, really getting emotional on this one. <laughs> AKA to kind of, you know, jump in here last minute and cover when one, when one or two of us are sick. Um, I am including Alyssa in this. Like I texted both of you to please include because mm-hmm. she was going to be on tonight until last night. I picked her as Wanda because mm-hmm. I, don't, I can't think of anybody else that she realigns with. But the reason I have her is... So Wanda goes against the grain quite a bit. And for me, Alyssa also goes against the grain. Mm-hmm. Um, Alyssa and I disagree 90% of the time on everything, <laughs> whether it's religion, social justice stuff, you know, whatever. We disagree quite often. And Wanda disagrees with everybody in the show. Mm. You know, she doesn't want to admit that everything that's happened around her is because of her. She's created this, this social realm and this, um, this bubble, and it's all because of her. Um, and lastly, I did pick myself as Agent Wu because <laughs> um, he's charismatic and he works for the better, better good while following orders. And that's how I... I somewhat see myself and he's he's a fun loving character in, in, in this in this movie in this not movie in this in this tv series Alrighty, well i'm <laughs> gonna start mine with Alyssa here i put Alyssa as darcy oh is 
I didn't want to go, you know, she's your last show, you know, y'all put her as, as Wanda and is mm-hmm. fitting. Cause didn't she do that for Halloween? Yes. Yeah, she, yeah. So, you know, she, she's already been called Wanda. I, I wanted to, to move past that. And I called her Darcy where they kind of, you know, somebody went, you know, Oh, Darcy, you're just a woman. You don't really know what's going on. And Darcy went, yeah, I'm going to smack you down with my knowledge. So I, I can see Alyssa being forsaken because of her gender and then going, I'm even more capable, capable than you, bud. So uh, step aside. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, you two, on the other hand, I'm, I'm okay. going to I'm going to cheat on this one. Do it. I'm going to call you both Billy and Tommy. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I, I hear all okay. these stories of how you guys, you know, your best friends, you grew up together. I would have wanted to see you guys get into your little, you know, like brotherly mischief as, when you were younger. So, That'd be pretty well, cool. it's funny you mentioned that because we're Andrew's kind of battling something right now that I got roped into. So that's kind of the. Uh, oh, so Billy and Tommy got roped into more shenanigans. I see. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's more Billy, a.k.a. Andrew got roped into something. I was just there to witness it and mm-hmm. kind of egg him on. Mm-hmm. for sure <laughs> so i mean oh. so while while we quote unquote grew up together i mean we only met like seven years ago mm-hmm. so it would be cool if to like in an alternate universe if we grew up grew up together sure that would have been really cool because i feel like you know i lost touch with a lot of friends that i did grow up with but i feel like why it would be one that i wouldn't have yeah. so that would be really cool who who do you pick for yourself mm-hmm. i put myself as agent jimmy Wu. Yeah, where, you know, he thought he was in charge, you know, and then, you know, (laughs) they just show up and go, yeah, you're not in charge anymore. You've been overruled. He's kind of there, you know, with his expertise of, you know, trying to make things work where I I feel like behind the scenes, especially in the job that Wyatt and I are at, you know, the managers do their thing. The technicians go out and do their thing. But I'm really the guy who's trying to make all the pieces fall in line to make, you know, make sure those things happen. Mm-hmm. yep so do you have a, you have a more important role than people are like giving you credit for for sure absolutely so yeah. which is hit which is his role in the show um thank you i uh i liked what you had to say um for sure um so for Alyssa, i put agatha um oh. so p- part of the reason is because we had said that she was wanda multiple times and she is and and she potentially is for this show as well but the the only other person in this show who's the deviant i mean you know sure hayward could be described as the deviant i guess but obviously not picking her for and picking him for her but agatha is definitely a deviant in this uh in this show she is the um lighter toned bad guy or bad girl of the two because potentially um Wanda's darker in this one than Agatha is and Agatha was like you said from the Salem witch trials Mm -hmm. it doesn't usually get much darker than that but because it's Catherine Hahn you know so I I'm pretty sure that Alyssa would take it as a compliment if I compared her to a Catherine Hahn character because I would take it as a compliment if someone compared me Mm -hmm. um to her so I have her as Agatha um Adam I also have you as Jimmy Woo um because (laughs) you're hysterical every single time I see you which isn't too often, and I want to see you more, just like Jimmy Woo. So, you're always the one leaving me, you know. You know, having prior engagements, so I kind of felt like you were you were ditching me, and you know, 
I've done more shows with Wyatt and Alyssa, and I'm like, oh man, Andrew must not like me. It's true, and I felt bad because I really wanted to be on um, with you uh, more more often. So I'm glad we get to do it now, and I'm I'm hopeful for for future endeavors. Um, and I uh, potentially I would like to be on your podcast one day. Um, there is know, a plan. Should... We just got to get the timing on. Absolutely, yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, Wyatt, I have as vision um, in this oh. one. So. Um, you know, you're it, you're the one who's married. So, you know, and I could see you definitely, I could see you definitely being, um, if, if things like were just going out of control and your wife was paying no mind to them, you'd be like, okay, I'm going to let this play out for an episode or two, but then I'm going to be like, no, I'm going to definitely. <laughs> and, and if she tells me not to worry about it, I'm going to worry about it still. That might make you worry about it more. Yeah. So I, 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 w- I don't know. You just, you just struck me as, as vision um, with this one specifically. Um, and then for myself, I, I did pick two. Um, I picked Darcy <laughs> uh, because she was like heavily invested in this as a TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would be heavily invested. Like that's, that's just how I am. Like when I'm talking to some of my friends at work or my managers or whatever, and they're telling me about things that happen in their life. Um, and like one of them gets a new best friend. I'll be like, you recasted your best friend or something. Like I'll, <laughs> I'll make it sound like a TV show or uh, I'll be like, Oh, so you, so you're so-and-so did you dirty. So she, she's that uh, mean girl type that we don't like. Okay. We don't like her. Okay, great. So, so that's, that's kind of what I literally, what I do a lot at work, actually, when it's not busy is I sit in the office and, and that friend for my managers. And the second person I picked is Vision. And specifically for this one line, when he asks what's outside of Westview, and she says, you don't want to know. And he says, and he shouts at her, you don't get to make that decision for me. I am very big on people not making decisions for me. Yep. Um, now, you know, there are certain circumstances where I'm going to be like, you know what, you know, what's best in this situation, whoever it is, you know, I'm just going to, you know, take your word for it. I appreciate it. You know, everything's great, but I do not like people putting me in some kind of box telling me what they think I'm capable of because pretty much no one who's ever done that has ever been right. In my opinion, I've been able to surpass many of those expectations so that that I related to vision, I haven't related to him much, um, but that I definitely um, related him to. Today, we will lie to you, and yet you will believe our little deceptions, because human beings are easily fooled due to their limited understanding of the inner workings of this podcast. Oh my gosh! And <laughs> it's nice. true. Yeah. <laughs> well, did we? Li- did we lie to them today? I don't know. I feel like I didn't. I didn't check my uh, my facts clearly clearly enough. Uh, we we may have unintentionally <laughs> misled them just by not uh, checking that. Um, oh well, well, that's why this is an entertainment podcast, not a factual podcast. Correct. <laughs> oh, real quick before we leave, uh, my manager who loves the show asked me to give her a shout out. So, Shalini, my boss, I appreciate you. You're gonna listen to this one, and I appreciate it. There's a shout out. Well, there it is. Andrew <laughs> needs a raise. <laughs> well, no, I'm fine. <laughs> he doesn't work there anymore, but um, no, I, no, it's at the hotel. Oh, I thought you meant at the other grocery store chain that you used to work for. Oh no, 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 no. Okay. 
Well, talking about shout outs, we have to give a shout out to our honorary Spectre Radio crew, Adam, for joining us. Absolutely. And I'm not sure whether you guys know, but Adam has a podcast. Adam, why don't you plug it real quick? Mm -hmm. I do have a podcast, like Andrew said, that, uh, you know, we all live in the Central Florida area. And I take a look at it as the, it's the theme park capital of the world. You know, we've got Universal, SeaWorld, Busch Gardens, Disney, and all their multiple parks out there. I do a little show trying to, you know, educate, entertain, and, and keep people up to date on what is going on at all those parks. So everywhere you can find this show, it's uh, all uh, sponsored by the, the Anchor app, uh, you know, Google, Spotify, uh, Apple, everywhere. But it's called Passholder's Guide Podcast. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook, Passholder's Guide Podcast, or on Instagram, Passholder underscore guide. I am uh, got that shut down once. I, I don't know what happened, but it, it, I'm trying to build it again. So, you know, that, that one, Instagram's more, you know, entertainment where Facebook is more of, I try to take everything from all the different sources and just put it all together. So you have a, you know, a nice cohesive story. Hmm. Yeah, I've listened to several episodes and I've, I've learned a lot of things about it. So I, I can't wait to listen to more. So thank you for being on again. We'll arrange a, a time to get everybody on, you know, it's, it's yeah, hard it's... getting, you know, you three and, um, in my schedules to all line up, but right. we, we all do it weekly here. So I'm, I'm sure I can squeeze a day in for, for everybody. Thanks, man. Join us next week where we jump over to the Falcon and winter soldier series. We'll see you then. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. In the meantime, check us out on Instagram as at, Spectre underscore radio and on Facebook as Spectre Radio. Be sure to submit your questions via social media for a chance to hear us answer them on our upcoming segment, Ask the Avengers. This is Spectre Radio signing off.